Hello, welcome back to Open the Door Podcast. I'm your host, Becca. I'm so excited to be back uh, finishing up this uh, interview with Bonnie Hurley. Uh, her story has just been such an encouragement to me, and her testimony is just so awesome. Her story and her life is just so beautiful, and how she has um, followed God's call on her life and been obedient, um, even in her older age. Um, and it's just been so encouraging to me and a reminder to me that God can call us at any time. And that's, that's just what I wanted to do with this podcast was to, you know, open that door, um, and show that, you know, there's not one way or right way to do missions and missions is not just for the young, but it can be for the young at heart as well. Um, and when God calls us, we need to be obedient and he's going to make it work. Like, you know, she was saying the last episode, like, he made things work together in such a perfect way. And he took care of all of her needs, um, not just financial, but her physical needs and just how God orchestrated that was just so beautiful. So, uh, without further ado, here is the second half to Bonnie Hurley's interview. That's just another point of like, why I'm doing this podcast is like, I want other people to like see that like missions is alive. Like God is doing things and like, missions changes people so like if people are thinking about going on a mission trip like don't stop thinking about it like if you're thinking about it maybe that's your sign that god's trying to call you he's you're just being stubborn or you know doubting i know like me i like i doubt myself i'm like did god actually say that like i mean i know i was in worship when i thought i heard him say that but like did he really is he really calling me to this Mm -hmm. like i don't know i don't want to get it wrong like i'm I'm, like so afraid i'm gonna mess something up i feel like (laughs) God, I'm I'm not powerful enough to like mess that up. I think God's gonna, it's gonna you know he'll work it out. And it's not even about you. No, <laughs> I I don't have all that that power. I can't mess anything up. Like I'm just gotta be obedient, like you said. But mm-hmm. um. <laughs> yeah, because we 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 don't think we can do it. And I, like I told I told him I wasn't worthy and I couldn't do that. Mm-hmm. And much less I didn't want to. Mm-hmm. Um, but he said you are. And like I said, I, I now I look back and I can see. Mm-hmm. The different times when he yeah. had me do something that I don't normally do, mm-hmm. and and it just he was preparing me to do what he mm-hmm. finally was calling me to do. Yeah. And if you pray about it, because I did, I fought him at first and mm-hmm. said he didn't know who I was and <laughs> he was crazy and all this stuff that I go through sometimes. And, um, but boy, once I prayed about it, mm-hmm. there just was no doubt in my mind. I mean, it mm-hmm. it hurt so bad even physically, that I was begging him then to send yeah. me. And so if he sends you, mm-hmm. everything is prepared. Because oh, yeah. I didn't know how I was going to get the money, right. because it costs money to do that. Yep. And you don't know how you're going to do that. And the, it's amazing the people that step forth. Mm-hmm. And yeah. people will say, well, God told me to. Mm-hmm. That blows my mind. Yeah. God told you to support me? Wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you find out in a lot of ways how God is supporting it mm-hmm. and using it and he uses other people yeah. and doing it and then they get blessed on top yeah. of it so it's mm-hmm. not even about us right it's about everybody else who's helping mm-hmm. or being involved in it in some way yeah so that they can do missions even though they know they they can't go overseas or go mm-hmm. whatever yeah. but that they can be a part of it by mm-hmm. helping send you yeah and of course we need the funds to do it because mm-hmm. it's not a cheap project yeah. to do especially when you stay any length of time right and so yeah, God's just go good. Mm-hmm. Um, so in your experiences, what has been the most difficult part of missions, but then what made that worth it? My difficult per- part was 
It's the dynamic part, mm -hmm. yeah. I think. Um, it was easier to leave home than I thought it was. Mm -hmm. um, matter of fact, on my third trip, I think it was, I cried coming to come back. <laughs> I didn't want to come back. Yeah. That's how moved I was and wanted mm -hmm. to stay there. Um, but the dynamic part for me, mm -hmm. and I know everybody doesn't experience that, mm -hmm. thankfully, um, but it had a purpose, mm -hmm. and that was to draw me closer to God. Mm -hmm. And he did prepare me for that too. Um, on my first trip, a couple times, I don't know how many times, matter of fact, I text my pastor and I'd say something and he said, but God already prepared you for this. Mm -hmm. And you think about, oh, yes, God did. Okay, mm -hmm. I can handle this. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so it shows you your own strength mm -hmm. and the power that God has to get you through it. Mm -hmm. And he definitely is there for you through all, all the different things yeah. that you have to go through. Um, where I was, there was a lot of radical Hindus, mm. and they will kill you as mm. to look at you. Um, they chased us out of a, a village one time. Mm. Um, another time, <laughs> we were speaking, and out in the uh, out, outer circle uh, was all these radical Hindus. Mm. And <laughs> I went walking out towards them, and I had some candy for the kids, and I was giving it away. And I didn't realize that my, my um, host was back here nervously trying to get my attention to come back. And I was, so I was mingling around the radicals. Now they could have grabbed me. Mm -hmm. They could have taken me whenever, but God protected me. Mm -hmm. And so with all the hard times, God showed up shining like my knight mm -hmm. in shining armor. <laughs> Um, and that was another part of trust, mm -hmm. my learning to trust him above all things, knowing that um, no matter what situation mm -hmm. I'm in, he's going to protect me from it. Mm -hmm. So those were the, that was the hardest thing, I think. Um, some, I always thought the money part would be the hardest, um, but it's amazing how that always seemed to, to come out in the end. Yeah. Um, that, that number was no problem, and I thought my health would be a problem, and that was not a problem. Mm. Um, so from my own experience, and like I said, I know most people don't have to go through that, but it was a dynamic part, mm -hmm. and God had a purpose for that too. Mm -hmm. um, and that was to, for me to rely on Him mm -hmm. and to trust Him. Um, so it definitely was a good, even mm -hmm. though it was difficult yeah. for me, um, because I've never dealt mm -hmm. with anything like that. And... Um, so to to be able to, when I felt threatened, be able to lift up God before it mm -hmm. and, and ask for his protection around me and to keep me from any hurt or harm, yeah. um, he did that. Mm -hmm. And um, I can't tell you how many times he saved me um, or prevented me from going someplace. Or um, uh, uh, there was one time we were in a, a village and we was like in an alleyway between two buildings all around us were radical Hindus, mm. and I heard a noise behind me, and I, I must have looked or something, I must have responded, because I don't remember feeling scared, mm -hmm. but I, I, I must have, and I heard God's voice say, don't be afraid, I'm here with you, mm. and I looked up between the two buildings, and I saw part of an angel's wing Ooh, wow. above it, so I knew that his angels mm -hmm. was there watching over us. Mm. So even with the, with all the dynamic stuff that's going on and all the mm -hmm. the radicals and all the different, because you'll find that more so in other countries than our country. I know we have a lot of people who are so against everything, mm -hmm. um, but I don't know as if we're so threatened. Mm -hmm. And so my hardest thing over there was being threatened 
dynamic cave, yeah. by the dynamic things and by the radicals and, and stuff like that. But my God always came through for mm -hmm. me. He always was there. Mm -hmm. And so, again, it all came down to my trusting mm -hmm. and, and knowing God had me in this. Yeah. And because um, I, I can remember the time we were chased from a village and my host was really, he was scared. He really, really was scared. And I'm just smiling. <laughs> <laughs> I was not afraid. Uh, there was not, I don't think I can ever say I was ever truly, and some of the messes I got into can say I was afraid. Wow. Well, mm-hmm. Because I was learning very quickly and very fast <laughs> that my God was there to save me. Mm -hmm. And so with my, the difficulty for me definitely was the things that I came up against mm -hmm. that you don't do in ordinary life. <laughs> yeah. But it brought me closer to God. Mm -hmm. And that was his aim. That was his thing for me to do was to draw closer to him. Yeah. And that's what happened. Because mm -hmm. you you got to depend on him yeah. when you're in a situation like that. Oh, yeah. And I never hesitated. I did not hesitate to have a call upon him. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but he knew the situation before I did. Mm -hmm. And that's what's always amazed me. Uh, there was one time we went to some place. We had a lot of car trouble. Mm. Their cars are not the best. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. At one car we were in, um, <laughs> we had to keep our feet up because the floorboard was all rotted out. No. So I <laughs> So some of the cars we were in were not always good. And this one car kept breaking down. And um, I kept smelling coconut. And um, I didn't know where it was coming from. And then when we finally got to the village, we were um, praying over some people that came in. That their family had been affected by um, someone praying witchcraft against mm. them. And the men in the family couldn't oh. walk because of this witchcraft. Well, I started smelling coconut again. And there was no coconut around. And then I knew God was telling me that he's been with me from the beginning of the trip with all everything that was going wrong, that mm -hmm. he was still with me. And we prayed over that couple, and then the men were able to walk after that. They broke the curse. God broke the curse of whatever mm -hmm. they believed. I don't believe in witchcraft, but they do. Mm -hmm. And so God broke whatever belief they had, mm -hmm. and um, the men were able to walk. But it's just that he would... He would remind me of different things like that, mm -hmm. and so I knew he was there with me, and mm -hmm. I was so I don't care what kind of trouble I got into. <laughs> he was there to bail me out every time, mm -hmm. and so outside of the dynamic part, that that was that was really my difficult part. Everything else, mm -hmm. and even that, I mean, it all worked out. It mm -hmm. never um, was really a threat. Threat. Mm -hmm. Although sometimes you wonder, yeah. but uh, <laughs> How close. a lot of people don't know what I'm telling you right now. Yeah. Uh, but, <laughs> um, but that's a good part and a bad part of the ministry. Yeah. Um, you, you, you don't know what you're going to get into and what you're not going to mm -hmm. get into. And not everybody has an easy trip, and sometimes they're difficult. Sometimes we run into all kinds of things on mission trips. Mm -hmm. um, but if we rely on God, yeah. if we call out to God, he's there for us. Mm -hmm. He sent us. He's Amen. going to watch over us. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, so my next question, and you've kind of already shared a few, but do you have any fun, funny stories? I'm sure. Well, I couldn't really think of a fun, fun story. I mean, I laugh about a lot of them now. But um, I was telling the girls on Monday at prayer, um, Becky says, tell them about your the angel. Ooh. And so um, before I left on that trip, um, Pastor Ben... Condor was my um, pastor at that time, mm -hmm. um, <laughs> and he had prayed for me, and he said that 
he saw this great big angel, this gigantic angel go before me. Hmm. Well, Pastor Ben's a big man. <laughs> and I'm thinking, if he thinks this angel was big, then whew, it had to have been big because he's a big man. Yeah. And so then I didn't think no more about it. And I went and this is one of the times I got into trouble. I was at the border. I didn't do my visas right. And mm. I had gone out of country and was wanting to come back in and I didn't have a visa oh. for it. Mm. This happens when you do things and you don't have a lot of experience. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this was in, in Africa. And um, they wouldn't take my Uganda money for the visa. Mm. And um, I, my host and I got separated. Oh, the bus took off from the terminal before my host got back. So here I am in the border oh. of Kenya and Uganda. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> With all these soldiers around, uh, all their big guns uh, yeah. and sandbags, mm -hmm. and yeah, I was scared a little bit. Mm -hmm. And so I'm trying to argue with him. I had Uganda money, but he wouldn't take it because I was an American. Mm. He wanted American money. And what they want for American money, they want hundreds and fifties. <laughs> and um, it has to be perfect. I lost a lot of money because. There might be a mark on it or something. Huh. And um, I think that's just the way to get our money. But <laughs> <laughs> but he wouldn't take even my Uganda money. Huh. And so I stepped over to the side to the, to the uh, there's a shelf where you make out your stuff. And the tears are running down and I'm just praying, God, I said, I need you to send that angel to me. And a girl came up and touched me on the shoulder. <laughs> and I looked around and I looked up to God and I said, she's not very big, God. <laughs> <laughs> But so I told her what my problem was, and she went to the clerk, got my paid with Uganda money, got my visa, and then mm. she um, got me to my bus. I would never found my bus. Mm. My bus was around a building, and there was like a foot of mud because it had rained. Yeah. So we're here ankle deep in mud going to the bus. She stayed with me oh. until we got to Kapala, and until the people that because the pastor that didn't that we got I got separated yeah. from. He telephoned them ahead of time and told them that hopefully I was on the bus and when I would be coming in. So she stayed with me mm. and till I got in, and when I got to the people, she says, now you sure you know who these are? And I said, yes, I'm okay now. Oh, and that was the last I ever saw her, yeah, <laughs> all the times I've been there. So mm. she was my angel. <laughs> and it is funny when you think about it, because I did, I just looked up to God and I said, but she's not very big. <laughs> and I really thought I needed this big angel that Pastor was talking about. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, I'll be praying the same thing. Huh? So things like those things happen, but yeah. I, I guess that there's probably more of them than you realize, but you yeah. just don't think of them because you go through so much, mm -hmm. you know, and I do laugh about a lot of them now, but I'm home safe in my own country now. Right. It's easy to be like, oh, I remember that one time. Like, I don't know. I still remember that one time I was in Colombia and I got, not like separated from my group, but like, the uh, like border officials like pulled me and a couple others aside to like question but like I don't even know if they I don't even remember if they even actually asked me questions they just like let me go but like I sat in that chair in that back hallway and I was just like does my team know that I'm here like I'm get I am in Colombia this is not <laughs> this is not the ideal place to like get pulled aside by like right. government officials and I'm like I was freaked out. I still, I'm like, I think about it. I'm like, whew, it's okay. You're not there. Like, you're safe. You're okay. <laughs> mm -hmm. And you go through a lot of them. I went, because I had been there, 
uh, so many times and for long periods of time on my last trip they mm -hmm. at the airport the officials pulled me over Oof. and they said why are you coming to India so often and for so long and I said I'm just here on vacation because mm -hmm. I know they don't like Christmas right. yeah and um and where and you think I could remember the name of any of the streets or any? I could, oh, no. I mean, I went brain dead. Yeah. And I couldn't give them the name of the street that we lived on. And I said, I'm a visitor. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't pay attention to those things. I just yeah. go where they take me. Yeah. And they said, were you at an orphanage? And I said, yes, it was an orphanage. And then I could remember the name of the orphanage. Mm. And you didn't teach those children, they said. And I said, no, not really. I didn't. And they, but they wouldn't believe me. Mm. And I didn't. I Yes, I did preach. <laughs> and church on Sunday, but I didn't sit there and just teach them. Yeah, you know. Yeah, <laughs> not, not quite the same thing. It it's wasn't fun. to me. I mean, yeah. it, it depends on what you mean by teaching. And yes, I watched TV with them, and we we played lacrosse and and stuff like that. But I mean, I didn't just teach them yeah. Sunday school or anything. And, mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, they questioned me and questioned Ooh. me if I was going to miss my plane, and they yeah. finally let me go. I guess they. They either thought I was a dumb American or something. Because <laughs> we did, the, the only place I ever did go on missions, because um, usually I was, it was just business. I didn't do a lot of sightseeing and, mm -hmm. and things like that, like a lot of people do. And, um, but they did take me to a, um, some kind of a garden, and uh, it was beautiful up there. Do you think I could even remember where that was? <laughs> you put me in a spot, and I can't remember anything. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Especially in so some I'm of these sure countries. they thought I was yeah. quite ignorant, but I'm sure God had a lot to do with it, too, and it finally got me out right. of there. Um, but that made me a little nervous, because mm. I didn't know what they would do to me. Because yeah. we were told that, like, you can't even talk at the train station about God. Mm. They would arrest you. Wow. And so you had to be a little bit careful yeah. on some things. And um, so I remember on my very first trip to <laughs> India, and I was there by myself, because the host had not showed up yet. They got our flights confused. They mm -hmm. thought I was coming after Peggy did, but I was there mm -hmm. two hours before her. <laughs> and so here's this area, this waiting area, and I'm sitting there in the middle of this all, and there again is these soldiers with all mm -hmm. these guns yeah. and everything, and I, I really looked, you know, out of place, and I waited like an hour, and then one of the generals or whoever he was, official, came over to me and wanted to know what I was doing there. I probably looked like I was staking a place out or right. something. <laughs> tried to convince him I was waiting for someone on the next plane yeah. and that someone was supposed to meet me but he wasn't there yet but it's scary I mean they mm -hmm. have all the, they don't play over there no and they're not our airports aren't anything like their oh, airports no. and they have guns yeah I mean, big, big guns. guns not just like oh they have a cute little <laughs> pistol no they have like these like I don't know what are they AK-47s I don't Whatever know they these are. huge things are like half as big as them and uh -huh. you're like I think one time I, I don't remember where, where it was maybe it was Nepal or it was Colombia or something but I was just like this stupid american kids i was like oh i want to take a picture of the airplane because mm -hmm. we were like walking across the tarmac to the plane and so i i did get my picture but like yeah. as soon as i took the picture these big guys and guns are no picture no picture and they're waving i was like oh nope throw no, my no through my camera away you're right you're right i'm sorry nope I'm like, oh. yeah. I'm like yeah customs is scary i can't tell uh, every time i go through customs i'm always like like sweating bullets I probably look like I'm like they probably I'm surprised I haven't been questioned more because I'm pro I feel like I look like a deer in headlights I'm like what's what do you want to ask me yeah I know I don't know everything's fine right. <laughs> I'm not gonna do anything <laughs> yeah those are experiences when you go through customs and yeah. and you're in a land where they just have those big guns and they're pointing yeah. all the time and yeah I mean even a couple times they were going up and down the the, the roads 
mm -hmm. would be soldiers on either side. They had it fixed so that they could sit on either side in the back. And yeah. they were looking at the people and checking yeah. them out, you know. Uh, yeah, our country is not... It doesn't prepare us. No. <laughs> no, it does not. But when you're standing in a train station and you can't talk out about, loud about God, I mm -hmm. boy, that's really something. Yeah. I mean, we don't realize the restrictions mm. that some countries can't do. And right. We take it for granted. Oh, yeah. I mean, we talk about whatever we want to. Right. Um, but over there, in India especially, do not talk about God because... Mm -hmm. um, that's not who they are. It's mm -hmm. not a Christian place yet. Yeah. They're working on it, and I know a lot of awesome pastors now. Mm -hmm. They're working on it, um, but their lives are threatened mm -hmm. all the time. And I know I prayed with one pastor that he um, was about ready to give up mm -hmm. because his church would be this, and, and their church isn't like our churches. Mm -hmm. It's just a two by two yeah. or two by whatever put together. And um, whatever something, the hymnals or whatever they can scrape together, and they would be um, burnt up, and mm. they, the pastors would be beaten and yeah. everything. And um, I would love to see that pastor again because God really did encourage him to stay in the in the mm. ministry um, because he was very influential. He was a very good pastor. Mm -hmm. um, I haven't made any contacts with him again, and I would love to. Um, yeah, but those are experiences. But yeah, our mm -hmm. country, we we don't understand those things that you're forbidden to do, and mm -hmm. we think we have to go through a lot of security here. Well, uh, you, you don't understand. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not the same kind of security. <laughs> it's very mild. Mm -hmm. And when you're a new traveler yeah. traveling, uh -huh. like geez. all by yourself, it's like, oh my gosh, what have I gotten myself into? <laughs> You are like, like I said earlier, like you've been a hero of mine. You're even more a hero. Like, I'm like, man, that like gives me anxiety just like thinking about it. Cause I'm like, I've only ever traveled with, with large teams. And so like my trip leaders, I'm like, okay, I'm staring at the back of their head. My hand is firmly gripping the backpack in front of me and we are single file lining it through this airport. I'm like, I'm not going to get lost. I'm not going to get separated. I just got to look at my person and I'm not, we're good. Everything's fine. As long as I can look at them. Like. Very rarely have I, it's only ever like stateside when I'm having to go through airports by myself. But even that, I'm like, okay, signs, signs, where are the signs? Baggage claim, like, I'm in my country. I, where's baggage claim? Like, I'm so stressed out. And our airports aren't anything like theirs. Oh, no. I mean, you have to walk, walk a mile just to get to another exit. I mean, it's, yeah. it's unbelievable. Mm -hmm. I saw, thought more times I was lost and turned around, but I was going in the right direction. But it's, yeah. it's nothing... I mean, it looked like sometimes it always looked like there was construction going on or something. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but every time I went, it was the same thing. I know. <laughs> so apparently it was normal. Uh, yeah, it's nothing like ours. Like you go to Buffalo and it's nothing like what they are in the third world countries. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times you have to get off in the tarmac and then walk Oof. to the terminal and then go upstairs, walk up the stairs. They don't have ele elevators yeah. with your luggage. Yeah. <laughs> One time... I was really struggling, and <laughs> I was tired, and uh, this man came along, and they say, don't let anybody touch your luggage, right. you, know, you, yeah. you hear that all the time when you're going, and uh, this guy says, can I please carry your luggage, and I said, no, <laughs> <laughs> and finally I said, okay, do it, and then he had one hand on me and one hand on my luggage, so I knew he wasn't going anywhere, right. and he helped me up the rest Good. of the way up the stairs, but, um, so you got to be careful on those yeah. things, too. Especially if you're alone by traveling yeah. by yourself, but yeah, that was a, quite a um, a feat. If anyone knew me and <laughs> knew that I traveled Europe by myself, 
that, that wasn't me. Right. Uh, that was God, yeah. definitely, um, because I was completely out of my comfort zone. But yet I was comfortable. I mean, it's mm -hmm. just amazing. Um, I know when I came back the first time, and I had two bags. And, of course, there was two, two turn um, belts for mm -hmm. your luggage. Mm -hmm. And, of course, one was on one and one was on the other. Well, I only had an hour for layover before I come back to Buffalo, so mm -hmm. New York City. And so I missed my flight, mm. and I went to the to the baggage pair people, and I told them my situation, and they said, "You're 65, and you went to India by yourself." And they were telling everybody else in the terminal. <laughs> <laughs> and so I had to wait a few hours and mm. get get a later flight. But yeah, even in the terminal, they were surprised that <laughs> I was traveling at that age. And so yeah. between 65 and 75, I was a missionary, and mm -hmm. and went halfway around the world. And, <laughs> Loved every, every, every bit of it. Yeah. The good, the bad, the ugly. And mm -hmm. It was mostly good, though, for me. Yeah. <laughs> Especially now I can think back and right. laugh about it. But yeah. there were times that I didn't laugh too much. Right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe someday I'll laugh about this, but not, not right now. Right now, right now, this is very scary. This is not fun. <laughs> you're like, God, what are you doing right now? <laughs> mm -hmm. So people who go on teams, be thankful you're going on teams yeah. because you've got other people with you. Uh -huh. uh, yeah. <laughs> but if you do go alone, God's got it too. Mm -hmm. So like I'll I said, I had the best team in the world. Mm -hmm. I had Trinity, so. Yep. <laughs> I couldn't go wrong. So right. I was okay. God's, God's got you. He's not going to let us get lost. He's not going to take you all the way across uh -huh. the, the world and be like, no, you're on your own now. Like, he's, he's not going to leave us high and dry. It might feel like that for a minute. And they're like, I am lost. I'm stuck in customs. I'm like, this is, this is, this is how my life's going to be. Like, I feel like I can so easily just like, well, this is, it's all, it's all ruined now. I feel mm -hmm. like even just last summer, the, uh, so I was, I don't know if you know, so I was a nanny and there's a, a second nanny and we were, we had the, I think we just had two of the kids with us, but it was the two little ones. And we were following behind the team in the Guatemalan airport. Mm -hmm. And the parents of the kids were leading the team. So they were already, like, going to where we needed to go. And, like, we were heading towards, like, security. Like, we had, were just in, like, the first, like, part of, like, mm -hmm. the airport process. And we were kind of lagging behind. But we also had the stroller. So the team just keeps going. And we're like, <laughs> okay, well, we'll I'm sure we'll get there. But, oh, let's take the, the elevator. Mm -hmm. And so... I mean, you know, usually yellow security tape means don't cross this, mm -hmm. but our stupid, we're just like tired. So we're like, hey, the, the elevator's there. So we go past the yellow security tape. We get into the elevator, the elevator closes. And then like, I don't know if it jolted or it just like made this like noise or like oh, wow. we knew immediately we're like, we're going to get stuck. We're like, oh my gosh, <laughs> we're going to get stuck with the babies in this Guatemalan airport. Nobody knows where we are. And I was like what have we done? I was like, it'd be like, I'm pressing buttons, like, open, open, open. And as soon as it opened, we like booked it out of there. We're like, okay, we're not doing that. And then we go to the, the right elevator, the one that's not cordoned off by security tape. I don't know, maybe open your eyes, Becca. Mm -hmm. like, and then even that one, like we, we went to where we thought we were supposed to go. And then like, nobody was there. Like oh, we didn't see the team. So we're like, we must have missed something. So then we went back up. Nobody was there. We we tried another floor. Like, there's only three floors. And we're like, where? Oh, so then we just went back all the way to the top where we were. We're like, forget the elevator. I don't know where we're supposed to go right now. The team is no longer in sight. It's just me, the other nanny, and the two babies. And, and I was like... This is fun. So we had to have we had to carry the stroller through like down all the stairs, and then we 
got to the point where we would have been had we just gotten off the elevator. But in our confusion, we're like, I don't know where we are. Like, where'd the elevator take us? So then we're like going and we see security and we're like, okay, well, there's security. But that's like in country. Where's international security? I'm not seeing any signs for it. Mm. And I couldn't tell, but the hallway kind of did like a U-turn almost. But I couldn't see it. And it just looked to me from where I was standing that the hallway was like over and I was like mm. where'd the team go like <laughs> how do we lose like 30 people like <laughs> I don't understand what's happening and so then we like went and asked the like security lady there like international and she was like she like pointed and we're like oh so we kind of like went around the corner we're like oh the yeah, hallway yeah. keeps going <laughs> and then we followed it and look there the team was <laughs> okay we're fine so her and I are having like many heart attacks like catching our breath and we're like this we made it we're okay we got the kids here we didn't get lost even like we wouldn't have gotten lost it's a very small like airport but which is in our heads we're like this is it like, I was just con- consigned to the fact, I was like, we're, we're lost. We got separated from the team. We're going to get stuck in an elevator. Nobody knows where we are. It's fine. It's fine. It's cool. It's like, I can laugh at it now. I was not laughing then. I was like, almost, I was like this close to tears. I was like, I don't like traveling in airports, even with all these other people. Oh, man. Yeah, so I got to hand it. I mean, praise God. Cause, and I'm sure he would have helped. Yeah, he'd help me too, but I'm like, that terrifies me. I'm like, no, mm-hmm. it's fine. Who can I go with? No, I'll go by myself. Especially when you're in another country because it's Ooh. so different than our own. Mm-hmm. It, it really is. Yeah. Because you don't know what all their little signs mean. Oh, no. Things. So, yeah, it's scary. They have weird, they have weird <laughs> signs too. Mm-hmm. You're just like, what does this even mean? Like, right. Especially you get into like, like India, and I'm sure you saw like squatty potties and like all the, like just everything is different. You're like, mm-hmm. I don't, I am definitely not in Kansas anymore. Like, this is, <laughs> Oh, oh. <laughs> man. Oh. Yeah, it was something used to getting, not going, sitting on a toilet, but going in a hole. Yeah. <laughs> yup. <laughs> Good times. <laughs> I definitely didn't take for granted my toilet when I got home. It's like, oh, you are a throne. <laughs> you are. <laughs> you definitely appreciate your bathroom after a Yeah. Trip. You know, some places, I don't know if you ever experienced it, but some places you can't like flush your toilet paper you have to throw it away mm-hmm. and i'm like well they don't even have toilet paper some, yeah <laughs> i always had to play kd yep. uh, next yep and there were some places in india that you went out in the fields yep they didn't even have a designated <laughs> well that was their designated place but yep. the men went on one side of the tree and the women went on the other side <laughs> 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 we you don't understand here <laughs> no here i i get annoyed when when Ladies like try to push open my stall door, and I'm like, "Can you not look under and see mm-hmm. my feet? Like, can you check before you just p- try to s- push open the door?" <laughs> and an interesting thing I learned <laughs> is I thought like number one, number two was something that we knew only knew. But when I was over there, they would ask me, "Are you doing number one or number two? Because it de- depended on where they took me oh, wow. to go to the bathroom. Whether I was just going to piddle or whether I was going to the other." <laughs> so. <laughs> Oh, wow. So that was cute that we had, okay, I'm doing one or I'm doing two. <laughs> Very open. There's, there's not a, not like, we have, I feel like we have so much shame, like, mm-hmm. really, we don't talk about, you know, so, yeah, over there. What do you got to do? What's, <laughs> we're just going to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they don't have a sewage system, so mm-hmm. you can't use paper. Mm-hmm. And they, well, they don't even have it, but. Yeah. 
the rich do. They mm -hmm. have a sewage system, but the yeah. others don't. So. Yeah. yeah, you carry some things with you that you don't need to. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> you learn a lot of um, roughing it, I guess you'd call mm -hmm. it. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. There you, learn, you learn how to be prepared and never mm -hmm. go anywhere without toilet paper. Yep. On my travels. I think even sometimes when I'm traveling here in the States, I'm like, I at least have my, like, stack of tissues. Mm -hmm. Those will cover a multitude of sins, like, <laughs> whatever yep. I might need. Yeah. I made yep. sure I always went, when I left, I had lots and lots of tissue. Because mm -hmm. that was easier to store than toilet paper. Yeah. And so, and then, it, like you said, you can use that for a lot of things. So, mm -hmm. I always had almost like a full yeah. suitcase of, toilet, of uh, <laughs> tissue, but... <laughs> I don't know what they thought with the store when I went and bought things earlier, but um, but you made sure you had that stuff because mm -hmm. they didn't have it there. And then yeah. if they do, it's only one ply, and so yeah. But that's very rare too. So mm -hmm. I remember in a pot when I had to restock my toilet paper stash, I had to get pink toilet paper. Mm. It's like this is interesting. Pink? <laughs> why? Why isn't it pink? <laughs> this is weird. <laughs> Um, so is there anything else that you would like to add? Um, no, I just think that being a missionary is definitely a call. Mm -hmm. And if you feel that that's where God's calling you, that you need to pray about it. Because mm -hmm. um, he definitely will answer you. Mm -hmm. He definitely will tell you what it is he wants you to do, mm -hmm. where to go. Um, but definitely answer that call. Mm -hmm. Because it is a life-changing yeah. um, experience and... I think it also helps you to appreciate and love your God more. Mm, yeah. um, you definitely learn to trust him mm -hmm. and rely on him. Uh, even if you go with a team, mm -hmm. there's got to be times like what you were talking about yeah. um, that you need God's reassurance mm -hmm. that everything's okay. Yeah. And you need those angels, no matter how big mm -hmm. or small they are, to be around yeah. you. And I know of four times I had angels. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Um, in fact, the one I still have contact with. Um, and they're not imaginary or whatever you want to say, <laughs> except the one that I saw the wing. But mm -hmm. um, he does send you help. He does mm -hmm. send you people that um, will re you can rely on and will help you. Yeah. Um, and you just know mm -hmm. that they're from God. Mm -hmm. it's, it's amazing the, the knowledge and how smart you get. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I know it's not me. Yeah. <laughs> It's the Holy Spirit within me, mm -hmm. and um, but it, it is an experience that I just praise God that He let me experience mm -hmm. it, even in my old age. Yeah. I don't know what I would have been like if I was young. Well, I couldn't have because I was married and mm -hmm. um, I had kids, and I I wouldn't I wasn't where I was when He sent me. Mm -hmm. um, after my husband died, it was uh, he died when I was sixty, fifty nine, and almost sixty, mm -hmm. and my whole world changed after that. Mm -hmm. And he prepared me. He, he made everything ready for me. Um, like I said, I can look back now and I can see different events that he put me through to prepare me, even though I didn't know at the time what it was for, <laughs> or even maybe that I was, that's what was happening to me. Mm -hmm. um, but he won't ask you anything that you, you're not equipped to do. Mm -hmm. um, even though we feel that we are, and like, what do I know about missions? I do nothing. <laughs> and yeah. yet he equipped me. Mm -hmm. And he gave me a person who was a seasoned mm -hmm. uh, missionary. Um, she's done it for most of her life. Mm -hmm. And so um, she said that she praises God that she has a small part in my life. And I said, mm -hmm. are you kidding me? You had the biggest part there was. <laughs> you yeah. taught me what, what I knew, you know. Yeah. 
um, and you showed me what I had to do, all the requirements, um, all the shots I had to have to go to India. I, mm -hmm. I, I don't think you do the other countries, but I know India. Mm -hmm. I had to have like $2,000 worth of shots. I had yeah. so many shots. <laughs> and the things to take and and how how to to live in a foreign country that you've never been in before. Mm -hmm. um, so to me, it was a big honor uh, yeah. for her. Uh, that God would pick her out mm -hmm. of all the United States to mm -hmm. send me. I mean, he could have. I know there's missionaries all around. Mm -hmm. He could have picked anybody, but he picked her. Yeah. And so he puts people in your lives. Yeah. And and I definitely see where he has done that. So never feel that you're not going to be equipped. Mm -hmm. Never feel that the right people aren't going to be in your life because they are. Mm -hmm. He takes care of that. And most importantly, he is there with you all mm -hmm. the time. He'll Amen. go before you. He's there with you afterwards. And he'll stay afterwards to continue the work that you're doing mm -hmm. or send somebody else in there. Um, but don't be afraid about it. Um, mm -hmm. If I can do it, yeah. there's 65 to 75. Um, and I was a very um, naive person. Mm -hmm. um, it was a, a world that I had no clue existed. Mm -hmm. And um, if I can do it, anybody can do it. <laughs> and uh, But be obedient to God above all mm -hmm. because he knows yeah. the plans. And it's not about you. Mm -hmm. It's about everybody around you. Just like my mentor was affected yeah. by what she was able to teach me. Um, people who help you go donate money or whatever mm -hmm. they're contributing to and it's affecting them yeah your pastors are affected by it your mm -hmm. family's affected by it and you're definitely going to be affected <laughs> by it yeah. and it's something that you can't learn anywhere else mm -hmm. and and i say this in all things anybody that knows me knows the, the biggest thing is to be obedient to god say yes um because he won't lead you astray and he won't mm -hmm. take you where you're not well equipped yeah he, he equips us and everything is made in, in, in order, and it, even if you think it's chaos, it's not, <laughs> because he knows what he's doing. Mm -hmm. We don't know the rest of the story. Right. We don't know the ending, and he does. Mm -hmm. And so we have to have blind faith. But, mm -hmm. And, and it, it's a child's faith, a yeah. child's love for God that we have to have, and we have to take it with us when we go. Mm -hmm. So anybody that, I, I, don't, I guess I don't, it's not even just missionary, anything that God puts on your heart, Mm -hmm. You need to say yes, because otherwise you're going to miss out on something. Mm -hmm. And it might be something that you wished you had had gone through, yeah. even though you may not ever know what it was. Because <laughs> um, I'm sure there's times that we say yeah, say no to God sometimes, and maybe we don't even realize mm -hmm. the impact, because it seems so minor. Mm -hmm. But it can lead to something bigger. Yeah. And this is my thing. The, the little things will add up, just, just like learning my learning to, to preach and my learning to do different things. It all added up to my going to missions mm -hmm. and speaking in, in front of people and, and being comfortable about it. Yeah. Although I was much more comfortable there than I was in my own church. <laughs> 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 Which is a blessing. Um, but there's so much for us to learn. Mm -hmm. And just so be obedient to God. Mm -hmm. Whatever he has on your heart, do it because he's behind it. Yeah. And if it's not, then you'll know it. Mm -hmm. But like for me, it, it, it became, I had to do it. Mm -hmm. It hurt physically if I did it. And I was begging him then. <laughs> this person who did not ever want to go, I was yeah. begging God to send me before he finally did. Yeah. And it took like from, the, from when I first heard about it to when I actually went like a year. Mm -hmm. So it took a, a process of time. Yeah. Um, but things I had to learn myself and, and be obedient to it. And, mm -hmm. and I've learned since then that obedience is, is, is it's all it is, is being obedient to God and mm -hmm. trust him. 
Yeah. Trust him and have that faith of a child. That's what you need mm. more than anything. Amen. So just walk with God. Amen. <laughs> oh, this has been so great. <laughs> I don't even care that we went over, like, we're at, like, an hour and 20 minutes, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm I usually try to keep my episodes at, like, 30 minutes. That's fine, because this one can just be, like, two weeks worth. I'm like, yes, that's there an extra go. week. <laughs> <laughs> I had to do that with my the first two episodes of this new season, because my friend and I, I'm like, when we can, her and I can just talk and talk and talk, and oh. we talked for an hour, and I was like, where can I split this in half so it can be two episodes? So, yeah. I'll be doing that again, because I learned how, but, um, <laughs> it's fine, people just can here you know longer but uh this has been so great I have just been I've been so blessed to hear your story and I'm so excited to have heard your story and your stories and just like how God has moved in your life that's just that's been so encouraging to me and I just I just I truly want to thank you like thank you for giving me the time and I'm so excited for people to hear your story and (laughs) I hope that it inspires and encourages lots of other people too so all right I hope so. And I, I was afraid I would go over because I'm not very good. At, I, I'm excited about it. Yeah. I, I love that I was a missionary. And when I would go to churches to raise money and they'd give me like 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. Like an hour later. Yeah. <laughs> There's so much I can tell you, mm-hmm. you know, and, and experiences I, I haven't even brushed that mm-hmm. and not being able to tell anybody that was one thing about going is then I could tell each church I went to yeah. to raise money some of those experiences you know yeah and now I got to keep it all in so you gotta <laughs> <laughs> the bur- the the, the day cool. bur- burst <laughs> there we go I'll have to come back and we can hear more okay like all right part three of Bonnie's stories of Here's, let's hear some more because I love it. I'd love to hear it even if I don't put it on the podcast. I'd love to hear more. So, all right. Well, that's we're gonna end that there then. Well, I hope you were just as encouraged as I was um, by Bonnie's interview over the last couple weeks. Uh, just, I just really can't get over how beautiful her faith is and how she just follows God and is so obedient. And, you know, when we said it, it's a process, you know, following God and trusting him is a process. It's not something that we just kind of, it just happens overnight. Like, you know, we wrestle with God too. Like when God calls us to things, like it's, sometimes it's super easy to say yes. And we're just like, God says, Hey, go there. And we're like, yes, let's go. Like 100% I'm on board. Um, and sometimes it takes some praying and wrestling with God to you know, kind of die to our flesh and be like, all right, I concede. What do you want me to do? I'll do it. Um, so, you know, if that's been you, like you're not alone in, in your, uh, you're wrestling with God or, and you're not alone in any fear that you might have. Cause you know, going on missions, whether it's short term or long term, um, it can be scary and it's not always like a piece of cake and, <laughs> um, but it's so worth it. And I hope that, um, I hope that you can see that, that it's, you know, going on missions is just, it's so worth whatever the cost is. Um, God is worth the cost. I like to say, you know, God is worthy. He's worthy of our praise. He's worthy of our, our faith, but he's also worth it. Like God is worth our sacrifice. He's worth our investing in our faith and following him. Like he's so faithful to us and he's so good to us when we surrender and just give him control um so yeah I uh hope you I really hope you enjoyed that (laughs) um and I hope that was an encouragement to to all of you as well 
Um, feel free if you have any questions or comments, please reach out to me on social media. Um, if you're not yet already, please subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening. Um, and also leave a review. That also helps. Um, and just engage on social media. That also kind of, that helps and it, you know, helps spread the word. Um, if you have friends or family or your church, um, let them know about this podcast. You know, we're still pretty new, so I'm still trying to get it out there. And I, I want to encourage more people um, with the stories like Bonnie's and Rhea and Jessica and just everyone else that you're going to hear on this season. Um, their stories of faith are just so encouraging and how God has moved. And even if you've never gone a mission trip, like these stories can still be um, faith building to you um, and to others. So please help spread the word and share on social media, share by word of mouth, you know, just get it out there. Um, so yeah, and as a reminder, I'm on, on Instagram, I'm traveling Becca, that's B-E-K-A. Uh, we're on Open the Door Podcast on Facebook, and then our blog is openthedoorpodcast.blogspot.com. And I'd love to hear from you guys and hear how you're enjoying this season and these episodes and just, uh, yeah, just chit-chatting. I would love to hear from you. Um, so yeah, I hope you all have a great blessed week and I will see you next week. All right. Bye-bye.